Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Fan. Means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way right here, right now. Episode number 218 officially. You can jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution 24 7, 365. Whenever, however, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts, equal opportunists, are we there? Anywhere you can get them, get them. Of course, jump in Twitter or X, get up into the bio at Casey Stern, get on the YouTube channel. You can follow all the content, all the 217 down to 118 episodes, deep interviews, conversations, and much, much more right here with me. And thank you to the Unfiltered Band. We appreciate you for hopping on board and good to have you with me here on the show. Obviously, trying to hit a lot of different sports for the most part, predominantly. We do a lot of baseball here because that's what I've you know, done for 20 years, but I've been popping in recently some more in these podcasts a lot of my love for combat sports and i know some people have been enjoying it i always say this is like if it's your thing great if it's not you could you know shop at a different store or certainly you could shop for a different episode here and we do plenty on baseball with the world series we'll get plenty of that but i wanted to delve into some of the huge news in the combat sports world john jones is out he and steep Bay will not fight at uh, the Garden on the 11th of November of 2000, uh, 2023 here in UFC 295. We'll get into Aspinall and Pavlovich. I want to talk maybe a little bit as well about Ngannou and Fury, which is coming up. Pumped for that fight big time uh, tomorrow night, even though I think I know how that's going to go. We know this. You could bet on that fight. You could bet on the UFC. Anything pretty much through Bet Online because it is the number one source for all your sports betting needs. Latest odds, lines, and matchup reports, baseball, basketball, boxing, golf, UFC, and more. BetOnline continues to be the latest, fastest, and easiest way to get your wagers. Live betting, favorite casino and card games, they're all available to play right from your phone. Head over to the website today. Use your mobile device to sign up, get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts as we get started here. And I laugh a little bit because I realize as I looked up uh, into the camera, just how jacked up the back of my phone is. As you can see there, it would have been nice to have a phone case, but what can you do? Uh, UFC 295. I was so pumped up for this. Obviously, you talk about the garden, you talk about fights, and when that happens every year, there's always you know, dramatics and and you know high-level fighting, and, and you, know, you get a highlighted card, and there's greatness that comes there because – is the mecca for sports and so many different things. I'm a Nick fan of basketball. I grew up a New Yorker, but it, it really is for combat sports and boxing. I mean, just injected into my veins. I was so pumped for this fight. The news that John Jones tore his pec, and we've all seen the video. Uh, it's so rough, man, because this was, look, we, we know John on his last leg. We don't know whether or not he wants to fight much more. We only seen him for about five seconds as a heavyweight against Cyril Gaon, and that fight was not really a fight at all. So we just, we wanted to see what it really looks like. We wanted him to be tested at heavyweight. And even though Stipe is, I mean, you know, well up to 40 years old at this point, hasn't fought in a couple of years, this is our chance to kind of see that and to see what would happen. And, and John Jones, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, which he is, forget the off the, the field stuff and, you know, outside of the octagon and all the personal excuse me, issues that he's had. You know, you went to about pictograms and all these different things. It's got the, the go, right? He's the best all time. 
That's that. That's a bad dude, right? Should be undefeated. The one DQ. We all know he hasn't been beaten. They got Stipe on this side, and Stipe Miocic. I mean, the firefighter who's still doing it every day. I mean, how do you not love this dude? Be the greatest heavyweight of all time. So when you get these two things colliding, it's like, okay, well, now we're about to get like this legendary fight with, you know, legacy more on the line than even the title that was being defended. And to lose that, it sucks, man. I mean, it just, it sucks for, it sucks for all of us who are, are fight fans. It sucks to hear the news that John is out. And, you know, the torn pectoral, I think he already had the surgery. They're saying eight, nine months, maybe International Fight Week, July of next year. Maybe we get this fight again. But at that time, Stipe going to be, I think, 42, maybe 43 years old. It'll be almost three years since he's fought. And I, you know, I, does he, is he still going to retrain and do that? Now, look, for the millions of dollars that Stipe is going to make, and I'm not saying it's all about money for him. Clearly, it's not because he doesn't have to be a firefighter. Still right now, he's doing it. He's grinding every day because that guy's got it in here with heart. But, I mean, you know, let's be fair. You know, a lot of money on the line. And that's millions and millions of dollars. Whenever they decide to do it, because it's John Jones, and it'll be for the title, because we know, obviously, Aspinall and Pavlovich now for interim, which we'll get into. They're going to do it. So I think a lot of people worry, well, you know, it depends how long it is. Maybe Stipe will just kind of be like, nah, yeah, at this point, I'm over it. I'm just going to retire. I don't want to do it again. Stipe, I'm sure, is, is crushed. And I'm sure it is very difficult for him because two weeks away from the fight, and he's trained and he's gotten all the way here. And this is now, you know, that moment it has arrived. I mean, this is going to be his last fight for sure. We knew he was going to retire. So I think it's probably very difficult for him. But let's be fair. I mean, I don't think if, it, if it's nine months or 12 months or even 18 months, they tell him at 44 years old, I know you haven't fought in four years. You want to fight John Jones and make $10 million. I think you're going to do it. So that fight's going to happen. Now, there are a lot of people who are upset because this is now not a situation where John gets stripped of the title. I mean, we've got Yuri Prohaska, who now is in the main event, obviously, against Alex Pereira at 295, and he was stripped of the belt. We've had guys who have gone down and they've been forced out because of injury and they've been stripped of titles. But the difference here is that it's John Jones. He's in a category of one. And they know they want to make that fight with Stipe. And yeah, if John Jones fought, it's like Conor McGregor. He don't need a title. He'd be on titles. John Jones you know, fought it at UFC 307 for the next time. He could be the headliner and it'd be the biggest selling pay-per-view of that year. It wouldn't matter. Because John Jones. He can do a John Jones steal. It's Steve Miocic fight tomorrow. Or he could do it in three years. And people are going to watch it because of what the fight means. And because it's John Jones. Right? But I think because of that, you want the title up for grabs. Because of that, you want it to be for the heavyweight championship. You want that last fight for Steve to be able to walk out that way. You want the legacy of the greatest heavyweight of all time, and a guy in John Jones, who's the greatest of all time, to fight for that belt. And no offense, but Tom Aspinall and Sergey Pavlovich got a long time ahead in their careers, and they don't need it. Interim's fine. Not the end of the world. What we can get to is it's a great freaking fight. Sergey Pavlovich is basically Ivan Drago. If you haven't watched this dude fight, he's massive. He's an unbelievable puncher. And I don't think we learned much in the fights against Tuivasa and against Derek Lewis because those guys, 
are going to stand and bang in front of them, and they're not as technical, and they certainly, I don't think even, even Derek Lewis's case, as powerful as Pavlovich is, I really don't think that they are. But when he fought Curtis Blades, who granted a terrible game plan, he's a wrestler who finally gets to do what you should do against Pavlovich, get him up his feet, he wanted to stand and trade and bang, and he got banged, boom, gone. <coughs> Excuse me. Tom Aspinall not going to make that mistake. Tom Aspinall going to come in. He's going to punch a few times. He's going to try and take Pavlovich down, and he's probably going to beat him somewhere in the first round with ground and pound. Unless Pavlovich's takedown defense or on the ground up his back and getting back up and sprawling and all of that is better than we think it is, but we have no idea, to be fair, what we think it is. The one thing that is beneficial, I think, for Pavlovich is because he was going to be the official backup for this fight, Miocic and Jones, he's already you know training for two guys who clearly, if they're going against him, are trying to take him down because, no offense, Curtis Blades, you'd be an idiot to not try and take this man down. His fists are basically cement bricks. My dog, by the way, is throwing so loud in the background that I know you probably can't hear it in here, but it's, it's so loud. I can hear it through the headphones over myself. And happy birthday to Charlie, who will be 15 on Thursday. <laughs> but it's distracting me. I'm sure you probably can't hear it. I digress. Very professional of me. But I think when you look at this situation now with this fight, this is a better, if you're looking at who are the mixed martial artists now, where are they in their careers? This is a better fight now when you look at where these two guys are and, and their trajectory careers and what they're bringing to the table. I mean, we don't know what we're getting from Stipe. It's a different fight, but it's not going to have the juice. I don't think care what people say. You know, we could try and break down all these different things and say whatever the hell we want. It's John Bleepin' Jones and Stipe Miocic, the greatest heavyweight of all time. So there's a downgrade, even though I'm pumped for this Aspinall fight, and I think it's a great fight. I think it's tough for Tom because he's on sitting two and a half weeks notice where Pavlovich, because he was that backup, was at least preparing for the fight and was kind of, you know, body-wise and, and training. And, you know, I don't know, do you train as hard when you think, ah, well, there's no chance. I'll probably go to the garden for no reason. I'll be there as a backup. Maybe I can get into the octagon afterwards if Joan doesn't retire and face-to-face -face and set up a next fight or who knows what. Are you training as hard or is, you know, even in the back of your mind where it's centered to the front of your mind, you're like 99% chance I'm probably never fighting in this fight. I don't know, but at least he's probably in a better a frame of, of body and mind in mentally and preparation and all of that for that date than Tom Aspinall, who is planning to go to New York just to hang out and watch the fights. So Aspinall, a little bit of a disadvantage, even though, he trains all the time. He's coming up that serious injury. Obviously, he's keeping his body in shape. But it, it's a little bit of a different scenario. But I, I can't wait for that fight, too. Speaking of fights I can't wait for, tomorrow night, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champion of the world. Francis Ngannou, who was the heavyweight champion of the world, the UFC, until he... And the UFC couldn't figure it out. And he should have been the one fighting Jones. And I don't want to go back into all that. The chances are very possible that you or I or anybody else who pays the money for this fight is going to watch Francis Ngadu get undressed. Probably slower than in the first couple of minutes because Tyson Fury is a showman. And undressed over a couple of rounds. 
maybe, maybe throughout the distance to a decision, but probably get knocked out. Get his hand raised by Tyson Fury, who congratulates him for coming in and having the balls to step into that ring. And Gano goes back to the PFL, and Fury goes and fights Usyk in a couple of months, and that's all she wrote. A puncher's chance is a puncher's chance. If you told me they were fighting in UFC gloves, I would give, even if it was boxing rules, I would give Francis Ngato a better chance. Because the power in, in those gloves and in his hands, we know what it is. Now, is he going to be able in those big boxing gloves to find Fury quick enough in a perfect shot enough, temple chin, wherever, where he's going to be able to one punch, you know, stumble or and then knock out? Because it really, to be honest with you, even if he's able to get Fury, you know, off his feet, we've seen Fury get knocked down against Wilder, come back and win the fight. I don't know how he beats Tyson Fury. I don't. I hope he gives a good account of himself. I love his story. If you don't love Francis Ngannou's story and you don't know it, go research it. Talk about a guy who is walking the streets of Paris homeless. A guy who, to get there and get from his humble beginnings to that point, I mean, was nearly impossible. Then going through all that he had to to even get to America and then to get to the UFC, I mean, it's an unbelievable story, let alone becoming the heavyweight champion. It's an unbelievable story. They're getting shit on by the UFC, you know, really unfairly and exited out the door. If he wasn't getting paid, would he deserve to get paid? But I don't think he's got a chance to be Tyson Fury, but I'm going to watch. Because this isn't Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. I love Nate. St. Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul. The heavyweight champion of the world, people. This isn't Tommy Fury the heavyweight champion of the UFC with one punch knockout power, not Nate Diaz, who's a great jujitsu fighter and basically guys slapping you around with the Stockton punches, which isn't going to do crap, not going to do shit in boxing. They're different. You got Francis Sagano throwing hands with Tyson Fury. There's going to be some damage done in this fight. I just don't know how Ngannou pulls it off. I don't. Let me know in the comments. You think Francis got a shot? Are you going to watch this fight? What's your take on UFC 295? And anything else you want to bring in the combat sports? Of course, plenty of baseball coming. If that's your thing and that's your flavor, I get it. It's mine too, but I like to diversify the portfolio. So away we go. Kind of bring it to you more of what I love in all the different sports right here on Unfiltered, where we as always are presented by our good friends at Bet Online. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.